Hi, welcome to our weekly celebration service. My name is Philip here, and I'd like to welcome and thank you for tuning into this channel, this YouTube channel, to listen to our celebration service messages. And I hope that uh, you have been blessed by the messages. And today there's another important message. I want to take it, bring it up to you. And I pray that this message will open your eyes, open your heart today towards this message. And I pray that you'll be blessed by this message. Amen. Today, many in the Christian leadership loosely promises that when you sow financially into the kingdom of God, and therefore you'll be blessed immediately. So sometimes we have many in Christian leadership. I just don't want to use any names here, but I just like to use the, name, the word Christian leadership, who tells you to sow a thousand ringgit, and then you'll get back, and God will multiply it and give it to you in return. So, so many Christians have given, and yet they are still in poverty. They're yet they're still struggling in their businesses, in their jobs. All right. So, I just want to bring uh, some light into this situation here and bring some answers so that when anyone speaks to you into sowing, that you will know the principle of sowing and also how you'll know that how to get your riches according in a biblical manner. So the title of my message today is How You, Through Christ's Poverty, Might Become Rich. Again, How You, Through Christ's Poverty, Might Become Rich. The topic may seem uh, contradicting how in Christ's poverty you may become rich. But let's see what the scripture says here in the book of 2 Corinthians Chapter 8, verse 9. So that's going to be uh, my main reference, my main uh, scripture reference uh, today. So I hope you can follow me, and I'm just going to read that to you. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Now this is what Paul, Apostle Paul spoke about, and he was speaking that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. Though Jesus was rich, yet he became poor for each and every one of us. For, so let's see, I'm just going to take you through a few scriptures about the richness, how rich Christ was. If you look into the book of Isaiah, Chapter 9, verse 6 to 7, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Now this is the first scripture I'm speaking to you about how Christ was rich. The second scripture, the book of Daniel chapter 7 verse 13 to 14, it reads as follows. I saw in the night visions and behold with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man and he became to the ancient of days, and was presented before him. 
and to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Now this is the second scripture on how Jesus was rich. Third scripture in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. If you see from these three scriptures I just read, we can see the example how Jesus was rich. Next, if you see, the next part of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, where he says, Yet for your sake he became poor. So Jesus was rich, but yet for our sake he became poor. So what does this poor mean here? What does when Jesus became poor mean? If you look into the scripture, in the Sermon Mount, the Beatitudes, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 3, we can understand when Jesus spoke, where he says that in, in, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Once again in verse 3, Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus was explaining about blessed are those who are poor in spirit. And this is what Jesus' characteristic was. He was poor in spirit. And we see the characteristics. Let's see a few characteristics of how Jesus was poor in spirit. The first one here, we see the first characteristic of Jesus, how he was poor in spirit. Jesus was lowly in his own eyes. Jesus did not exalt himself. He was not proud, even though he may be insignificant, seen insignificant by the high priest, by the chief priest, by the Roman authorities, yet he rejoiced in his suffering. If you look in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 to 11, it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So here we see fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Jesus lowly in, our own, in his own eyes. And I pray that he want to see and we want to be poor in spirit. He talks about we needing to humble ourselves just like Jesus did. To be poor in spirit. So that we can find our riches. Amen. The second point I'd like to note here. Is Jesus loved to do all his work in the hidden and does not receive honor from men. 
if we look in the scripture in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4, when he spoke about giving to the needy, he says, You be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Isn't it something that we always see everywhere that whenever we give, that we like to do it in the open, even when we see it in the Facebook and all the multimedia platforms. But yet Jesus, whenever he did something, he did it in the hidden. So I pray that whenever we are looking for God's riches, through the poverty of Christ, it is to follow his example by whenever we give, given in a hidden manner, so that whatever we give in the right hand, our left hand will not know. Amen? The third point when Jesus, how he described poor in spirit, we see it through his character once again. Jesus did not seek to gain influence with people, yet his entire longing is that people might come under the influence of God. So Jesus did not did not want to gain any influence from people. Many times we see that whenever Jesus did a miracle, and he'll just walk away from it, he'll not wait there. He'll not wait there to get all the applause from the people, what he did. He went to, be, went to a quiet place. He'll go to a quiet place to stay there, to spend some time in, in that quietness. And I pray that whenever when we do something, when we serve the Lord, Whenever you're going to do something for the Lord, in whatever manner, let's follow the example of Jesus. Amen. As you see in the book of John chapter 14, verses 12 to 13. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing. And they'll do even greater things than this, because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So I pray that all of us will not seek to gain our influence from men, but from God himself, to draw people to Christ and not draw people to us, not draw people to our ministry, to our, our buildings or whatever we are doing. Our job is just a messenger, a vehicle, and through our ministry to take people to Christ so that they will have a great intimate relationship with Christ. Amen. The fourth point I'd like to stress here. Jesus sanctified himself. It's a very, very important point for us as Christians to understand. By his example, we can sanctify ourselves in truth. If you look into the book of John chapter 17, verse 19, it says, For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. So Jesus always we understand that he was sanctifying himself so that through him, the people may be sanctified. So how much time do we spend sanctifying ourselves, going before the Lord in repentance, seeking for forgiveness before we minister to others? And yeah, I'd like to encourage, if you are a servant of God, 
it is always the most crucial time that we be sanctified first before we take the message of the gospel to the world out there. Amen. The fifth point, Jesus' characteristics, which spoke that he was poor in spirit. Jesus denied himself so that his life may not be an offense to others in any way. His life will not be an offense. If you look in the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, then Jesus said to, the, to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. It's a very important point that Jesus raised here. If we are to follow Jesus, we must deny ourselves, take away the status, take away the titles, and to go with the ship, to go with the flocks, so that we can minister to them. The key here is building the relationship, minus the titles, minus that position, so that we can be close to the flocks, close to the ship, so that we can minister to them effectively. Amen. The sixth point I like to highlight here about how Jesus was poor in spirit. Jesus did not draw back in his sufferings. So that after himself, he himself has been tested. He can be the savior to all mankind. So here Jesus, when he spoke about suffering, he showed us his suffering. He exhibited his suffering so that his followers can model not to die on the cross, but to model the suffering so that we too will not complain. We will not murmur whenever challenges comes our way. Disappointments, failures comes our way. That we can understand and we can revert back. And we can be reminded what Jesus did for us on the cross. As the book of John chapter 3 verse 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And verse 17 continues here. But God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. To save the world through him. So likewise, what Jesus is saying, that when you are looking for riches, through the poverty of Christ, and how Jesus became poor in spirit was, we should not condemn others, but we should bring the light, bring the message, bring the hope to the people. And I pray that you will continuously not be judgmental towards the flock, not be judgmental or criticize the fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. The many times we see it in the Facebook and the multimedia has been used to degrade God's servants, and God's people. But I pray that if we are looking for riches, and we are looking for riches according to Christ's ways, then I pray that you will stop doing it. Amen? The seventh point talks about how Jesus became poor in spirit. Jesus pray, placed great values on truth, be it in spiritual or in any earthly things as the book of John chapter 16, verse 13. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. 
He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. So we, here we see the spirit of truth. Whenever we talk about poor in spirit, that we need to be truthful in our ministry. We need to be truthful in whatever we say in a relationship between husbands and wife, in a relationship between parents, between parents and children, in a relationship in your jobs, in your business. Are you truthful? Do you bring the truth in your meetings? Or do we cover up that facts, that information that needs to be spoken? So I pray that whenever you talk about and you are so eager as a Christian to experience the riches, but you'll not forget the poor in spirit that Jesus exhibited was to be truthful. Amen. The eighth point here, the characteristic of how Jesus poor in spirit. Jesus did not discriminate and is a servant to all. No one was too small or too big to be served. Therefore, he goes just as willingly wherever even the place was full of sorrow or the place was a joyful uh, condition, a joyful environment, situation. So Jesus did not choose the rich or poor, the upper class, the lower class. So he served everyone, just like the scripture says in Mark chapter 9, verse 35. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last, and the servant of all. And I pray that as we as Christians to serve the Lord, serve Jesus, that you'll be willing to leave the 99 and go for the one who have a need. And I pray that you're willing. I remember one incident when I just got my new car. And after I took my new car from, uh, from the shop, from the automobile shop, and I remember that I got the call to visit one of my cell members, and she just gave birth, just delivered a child. And at times when you get something new, you like to go back, you know, like to celebrate, like to clean it up, clean your car and everything because it's your, a new vehicle. But I said, Lord, I just uh, dedicate this car to you, and I thank you for giving me this vehicle so that I can visit and use this car for your glory. So my first visit with my new car was to visit that housewife, that member that who just given birth in the hospital. And I prayed like, whenever, whatever you have, your homes, your vehicles, whatsoever, you'll use it for God's glory. And you'll not see your condition as, oh, it's a new car. I, do, I, I think I just want to go back. But you'll use it for God's glory. Amen? Now, sitting down here, there are so many. There are so many other characters we can see how Jesus exhibited that word poor in spirit. As Paul tells us, that we, through the poverty of Jesus Christ, might become rich. So your riches can never be achieved by merely sowing your finances into God's kingdom without having your character Again, your character being transformed by the Holy Spirit. We need to live our Christian lives if we are so serious to get the riches. We are to be ready, be willing to let the Holy Spirit 
and allow Jesus to transform our character. No amount of your sowing in the kingdom of God will bring you the riches until and unless you're willing to let your character be transformed. If you look into the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Once again, Galatians 5, 16. I just want to impress on this scripture so that you will catch the gist, the importance of this scripture. It says there, so I say, walk by the Spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. Today I pray that when you walk with the Spirit, then you'll get your riches. I pray that you'll not get your riches by gratifying the desires of the flesh through your sins. As what we see when you speak about how Jesus was poor in spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, 22 to 25, here we see firstly, Jesus was poor in spirit means he was rich in the Holy Spirit. He was rich in the Holy Spirit. And he was rich in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. As you see in Galatians 5, 22 to 25 here, it says, by the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit so this is something to remind us whenever we talk about riches whenever you want to gain riches when someone is telling you so so your finances so that you'll be rich I pray that you will remind yourself, are you rich according to Galatians 5, 22 to 23? Are you rich in the fruit of the Spirit? Because the fruit of the Spirit was where Jesus was poor in spirit. And he had all these riches through the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that when you are rich in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, then you'll understand how to be rich in the kingdom of God. It's always important to remember that when our character is transformed and bears the hallmark of the fruit of the Spirit, as Jesus did, then we'll know the true meaning of riches, the true meaning of wealth, the true meaning of prosperity, and how we can use it for the kingdom of God. Amen? Now, if we are living in sin, as Galatians 5, verses 19 21, it reads, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual morality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, faction, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, I warned you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So when we live according to this, what the scripture says, an illustration what sin is according to Galatians 5 verses 9, 19 to 21, then we are going to be disappointed 
that no matter how much you sow in your finances, how much you are giving, that you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God because of these sins. So the reality is you'll become poorer. And the person, organization that you have sown, they become richer and you become poorer. So I pray that you'll listen to this message and you'll begin to work on your character with the help of the Holy Spirit. So poor in spirit means you becoming rich in the character of Christ first. And then as you sow, be it physically, spiritually, financially, led by the Holy Spirit. And I pray then that you'll see, you'll experience that as you sow, that you will bear that blessings physically through your good health and through financially that God will bless you. Jesus clearly lived a life marked by service to mankind, irrespective of race, religion, culture, color, tribe, or nationality. So I pray that today, that when we talk about riches, when someone's telling you to sow, I pray that you'll be reminded and reflect back on your character. Is your character al aligned with Galatians 5 verses 20 to 23? The characteristics? Do you carry the fruit of the Spirit? If you do not carry the fruit of the Spirit, may I remind you, may I remind you, continue to pray and seek the Lord. Continue to ask the Lord, Lord, which the areas that I need to get rid of, I need to confess, I need to repent, I need to overcome these areas so that you will experience the riches of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, before I come to the close here, I want to encourage you to pray with me. I would like to pray with you. So that how we can change our mindset, not thinking just by sowing, but we are sinning. We have sinned within each and every one of us without repenting. We think that just we sow, we're going to get something in return. No, my dear friends, you're not going to get any returns, but you're going to be disappointed. So I don't want to disappoint you. And as I bring this message before you, I pray that you'll find some wisdom. You'll find the truth that as you, as you sow, you'll sow with that character of Christ. And I pray that you'll definitely see the blessings of God upon you. Amen. So let's, I'd just like to welcome you to join me in prayer. If you can, close your eyes. And let's pray this prayer today. I just want you to agree with me. Dear Lord Jesus, as we come before you today, and according to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 9, I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today, forgive us if we have been sin or trying to get our riches in a shortcut manner, in a very easy manner by not changing, transforming ourselves. And I ask, dear Lord Jesus, today, we confess, renounce, and repent of all our sins for carrying the spirit of greed. Break the spirit of maimon right now. So I pray, dear Lord Jesus, your people, as they listen to this message today, that you will enable them, sweet Holy Spirit, to search their hearts, Holy Spirit, 
and to reveal to them their sins that they will renounce, repent of their sins, come before you in confession so that they'll be set free. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, they've been set free in confession, in repentance, that they will continue to desire the fruit of the Spirit, that they'll be rich in the fruit of the Spirit, that they will thereafter experience the riches in Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today I just want to encourage you for those of you who like to do a systematic repentance, a systematic confession of your sins. I pray that you can go into Spotify under our Urban Nation podcast. I've come out with the spiritual checkup in Christ. It's a seventh session. And I pray that you can, as you go through the seventh session, the first thing is, go through the first session. Every day do one session and do it continuously. Do it a few times repeatedly before you go to the next session. So that I pray that you'll experience a greater deliverance, a greater breakthrough as you dig deep within your spirit. In your confession and repentance, I pray that you will have a greater meaning and a greater breakthrough in finding your riches. I believe there are so many out there. You're looking, your intention is good, you want to fulfill, expand the kingdom of God, but you don't have the finances. I see there are many in Facebook, everywhere in the world, needing finances for your ministry, for your orphanages, for your community services. And I pray that it starts with each and every one of us. And I pray that you will experience the breakthrough first. Amen. So go through the Spotify, go through the Urban Nation podcast under the spiritual checkup. That go through that, that confession of sin to yourself in a very deep manner that you'll find, you'll find a breakthrough in your, in your ministry, in your families, in your business, in your jobs. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I'm going to... <coughs> Go through my next uh, to do to do our holy communion. So, if you have your holy communion with you, can I just encourage you to join me in holy communion this today? Dear Lord Jesus, as I hold this communion in my hands, this bread and this drink in my hands today. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, as the message, how your people, through the poverty of Christ, can become rich. I pray, dear Lord Jesus, you say, do this in remembrance of me. The breaking of this bread and the drinking of this wine. I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today as I break this bread, I pray, dear Lord Jesus, it's a prophetic act that I do today in remembrance of you. That you'll break, you'll break every old structures, every false structures that we have been made to believe that if we sow, but without the transformation 
of our spirit, soul, and body in a character that we will become rich. Today, dear Lord Jesus, I break this bread. I pray break every old false structures that we have heard through the years. Today, I pray, dear Lord Jesus, I break this bread. Break every sin that we have sinned against you for looking for the shortcuts in getting our riches. I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today, that through this breaking of this bread that will begin, begin to seek hunger for righteousness through the transformation of our character in our spirit, soul, and our bodies. I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today, may we experience through your suffering to your poverty, our riches in Jesus' name. Physically, spiritually, financially, and every areas of our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's break your bread and partake of this bread. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, as I hold this drink in my hands, I pray, dear Lord Jesus, be a symbol of your blood. Transform this drink into your blood, dear Lord Jesus, as you partake of this drink. May we be healed from every sickness, every disease, from every wrong perceptions that we have been taught through the years. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, as you partake of this drink, Break, bind, loose every spirit of infirmities, iniquities, every spirit of Leviathan, Maimon, and every spirit of Jezebel. Break it, bind it, lose it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If this message has brought you some truths about your sowing. I pray that you'll want to share this message with your families and your friends in your Facebook or your YouTube or whatever multimedia platforms there are so that they too will not be deceived by false Christian leaders wherever they may be that I pray that you will begin through this message that you will find your riches in your ministry, in your church, in what we're doing. That you will experience a breakthrough in your finances. So I pray that you'll be able to share it with your friends and your family members. Amen. I'm going to say the benediction and close in prayer. So can I just request you to close your eyes and lift up your hands so that together that you will go in the grace of God. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you today. Thank you for your word, your message. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today. May your people experience your grace, your mercy. And may your grace so shine upon each and every one of them. That may they find rest and peace. May they find the riches that they are looking in accordance to your word. 
not in the earthly riches, but in the Christly riches. There John said, may I become or become or decrease so that Christ will increase. Today I pray, dear Lord Jesus, may your people decrease. Decrease in every form in humility, carrying the characteristics of Jesus within each and every one of them. Being poor in the spirit, according to the Sermon on the Mount. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, being poor in the spirit, that they'll find the riches, the true riches, through your word, and led by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to give an offering for this message, you're free to do so. You can go to YouTube and you'll see that on the right side there, there's an arrow showing downwards. You can click at that and you can see that the, uh, the account number is there. You would like, like to give an offering. So I'd like to thank you. I'd like to bless you that you will begin to experience the riches in Christ through the poverty in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. See you next time. Amen.